Hey, Manager After God friends. Thank you for your continued faithfulness and listening each and every week. Jennifer and I have often shared with you about how important prayer is in the life of a believer. It's so important, in fact, that we're told this in 1 Thessalonians. Rejoice always. Pray without ceasing. Give thanks in all circumstances, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. It is God's will for us to pray, and we want to inspire you to begin praying for your spouse and marriage every day. This world hates marriage, and so does our enemy because he knows the power that your marriage is meant to have in this world. He knows that if you and your spouse are praying and chasing boldly after God together, that the impact Christ will have in and through you will be powerful. So we need to be praying more than ever before. Our heart is to encourage you along with everyone who listens to this show to be praying for your spouses and your marriages, to be strengthened, renewed, healed, prepared, and empowered to do the ministry that God has for you to do in this world together. So, Jennifer and I would love to invite you to join the thousands of other couples in taking our 31-day marriage prayer challenge. This is a completely free and fun way to build a habit of prayer in your marriage. All you have to do to join is visit marriageprayerchallenge.com and fill out the registration form. Once you do that, you will begin to receive an email every day from us during the 31 days to not only remind you to pray for your spouse, but we'll also give you various topics and prompts to help you know what to pray for. We dare your marriage to start praying like never before. Start the challenge today at marriageprayerchallenge.com. Hi, everyone. Thanks for taking a few seconds from listening to our dear friends, Jen and Aaron Smith. We love what they're sharing here at the Marriage After God podcast. I'm Angie Tolpin from the Courageous Parenting Podcast, where along with my husband, Isaac, we weekly tackle relevant topics facing parents today from a biblical perspective and digging into the Word of God. Our mission is to empower and equip Christian parents to raise confident Christian kids in these unprecedented times. Enjoy listening to the rest of the Marriage After God podcast, and don't forget to check out the Courageous Parenting Podcast when you're done. Hey, we're Anna Jennifer Smith with Marriage After God. Helping you cultivate an extraordinary marriage. And today we're going to share how to enjoy a stress-free holiday season. Thank you so much for joining us this week, and we're really excited to jump into today's episode. And we just want to thank you for joining us today and that you've just been following our podcast. And if, you, if you've been enjoying it and loving it and just loving the content, we want to ask you if you'd take a moment and just go give us a star rating. You don't even have to leave a text review, uh, although we'd love those. Um, all you have to do is just scroll down to the bottom of the podcast app and hit the little star and that'll leave us a rating and that helps other people find the podcast and get this content. Uh, so it helps us out. So it's that time of the year where holidays are coming up. We got Thanksgiving. We got... Uh, Christmas. Lots of family stuff Yeah, family time. We got Black Friday, Cyber Monday. Some people see those as holidays. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they're spending holidays. Uh, so we just thought we'd share some tips on how to have a stress-free holiday. So why don't you give tip number one, and then we'll just run through these. Okay. Okay, so the first tip is make sure to plan when you have everyone over at your house to do a recipe for dinner that you've never done before. And it's really special if you only give yourself the exact amount of time to get it done. Like a super complicated Pinterest recipe. Super complicated, Pinterest perfect. It's like 10 10, Mm -hmm. uh, courses, dessert, um, three turkeys, brisket, (laughs) like everything, right? Mm -hmm. And, and, you know, tell everyone don't worry about bringing anything. Just make sure you put all that burden and pressure on yourself um, just so that you can well and you Yeah. Uh, Number two, that's a good one. Number two is uh, remember that if you don't provide a perfect, perfect holiday event, that everyone's going to realize that you actually don't love them. Like if you don't just put it all together perfectly, if you, when you realize that it'll help you just to do it right so that you get every single thing right. And it's just super special. So that's, that's number two to just uh, have a stress-free holiday. What's number three? So the third one is keep really high expectations up because if you keep high expectations up on how every 
thing will go, then uh, you're usually more motivated and more excited about that specific day. Yeah, like so high that you like need like a step up stool to get to the top shelf of expectations. <laughs> yeah, right? totally. Yeah, those are the those are the special ones in my year expectations. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the the end of the year where all the expectations just like it's like power expectations. Yeah, like how this is gonna go is gonna set the tone for all of all the next, next year. year. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, the fourth uh, tip is uh, don't shop online because shopping online is too easy because then you can just wait for it and it comes in the mail and you it's have to boring. Do you about can't it. like touch the gifts. Yeah, you want to you want to go like the day before you know Christmas or like on right, a weekend yeah right when yeah. everyone's going because that way you can do it with other people it's yeah. more communal yeah. and everyone's looking for the same things mm-hmm. so it, it makes the makes the shopping experience um, just much more eventful yeah and all the traffic to get there right I mean all of the the red brake right. lights that's what I have in my mind that's time so you can like, just really yeah. contemplate what how those expectations you just talked about exactly. are going to get fulfilled yeah when I think of holidays I think of lights you know colorful lights I think of those red tail lights and like traffic jams and yeah. um, you know lots of long lines and it's just fun it's fun to be uh remembering how the that is a significant part of shopping yeah it's awesome we have a couple more what's the next one so the next one kind of goes along with shopping on the weekends during the holiday season but it's make sure that you get everyone in your family the gifts that they want and friends yeah and extended family because they everyone there's also there's something that they all need right get everyone everything that they want and if you do it Mm -hmm. that way um you won't miss anyone and you Mm -hmm. won't um hurt anyone's feeling by not getting them what they wanted so just be real specific and get them what they want yeah and then that goes to the the last tip is because you're getting everything everyone wants uh just put it on credit yeah. That way you don't have to worry about not having the money now. Right, right. Worry about it next year. Yeah, you you can worry about it next year. Yeah. Like it's stress free. You can just get now. everything. Yeah. So <laughs> of course we're kidding. We we do this every once in a while. We give these fake tips. Uh, that's this is a, a typical holiday. I would I would imagine. <laughs> that's funny. Um, but I think that these six tips we gave should be thrown out. Yeah. Because uh, they don't work really. No, they do I mean, the opposite. This is this what is, we're used to. This is what we're accustomed to. This is yeah. what happens. But yeah. it doesn't provide that. And I don't know about our listeners, but this has been, uh, not the credit part, but this has been <laughs> our lives of like, hey, if I get so-and-so one thing, do I have to also get ex- these yeah. three people something? Yeah. Like if I if I don't get them, then I get them something. Are they going to realize that I didn't? And and we just have like all of our emotions wrapped up in like what we're getting for something, someone or how we're preparing an evening or yeah. having the most epic recipe. Yeah. And well, I know we were joking about that, but I think... Um, I think sometimes we do want to impress people and we want to make sure that they don't have to worry about anything. So we put all that pressure on ourselves and we don't usually give ourselves enough time and the other people will miss out on, you know, I don't know, sharing in that blessing. Yeah. Well, so uh, thinking about the food thing, um, for this year, I'm I'm currently... I'm going to be smoking a turkey for the first time ever. Mm -hmm. And so I kind of have some high expectations for myself. (laughs) For yourself. Yeah. Yeah, I'm like, oh, I want this to be the best turkey ever. I'm like, (laughs) I'm like looking up like special recipes. And so I just need to have some really, um, level expectations of like, okay, like what's our backup plan if I fail at this (laughs) Well, as you're talking, I'm thinking, okay, and I also have- Frozen hamburgers. Yeah, no, (laughs) that's not going to fly. Okay, but check it out. So I was just thinking as you're talking about expectations and specifically smoking this turkey, um, because you smoking even chicken in the past, I'm sitting there going, okay, the sides are done. When is it going to be ready? So I have to time this better. Yeah, yeah. so you're going to have to time it really good so that my expectations are met, please. Uh, okay. I'm just kidding. <laughs> so, um, no, but I ha- I should probably lower my expectations as well on that one. And know that it, to get it perfect, it might take a little bit longer. Yeah. To get it just right. <laughs> Anyways, we we did the funny tips. These 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 
atypical uh, sort of ad- advice that no one would ever give you, but we all kind of walk in in some we form or fashion. We all do But we'd, what we want to do is we actually want to walk through just some higher level mm-hmm. tips mm-hmm. to actually lower the stress. Because these, there's these holidays that the world and society has put so much weight on mm-hmm. don't actually have to be weight- weighty. Yeah. They could be very enjoyable and very peaceful and uh, not stressful. So before we jump into those real tips, because we're talking about the holiday mm-hmm. season, I thought it would be fun to just share with our listeners, you know, maybe some of our favorite memories um, growing up from from our childhood. We can give some of that perspective of like, what does a child think about these holidays coming up? Yeah, because um, when we were kids, we didn't think about all of the work or energy that went into right. We just putting enjoyed it together. It. <laughs> we just yeah, we had fun. Uh, so you asked me before we started this episode, you know, what what is one of my favorite holiday uh, memories? Yeah. Hey, we just wanted to take a quick break from this week's episode to invite you and your spouse to take Jennifer and I's 31-Day Marriage Prayer Challenge. We wrote 31 prayers for my husband and 31 prayers for my wife to encourage couples in their prayer life for one another. So if you're interested in taking our challenge, as thousands of couples have already done, please go to marriageaftergod.com forward slash challenge at the end of this episode, and you'll get more information about the challenge. Thousands of couples have already gone through this prayer challenge, and we're so excited to be able to extend this to you and invite you to participate. We dare your marriage. And I, I, I sighed because I'm like, man, I'm really bad at the nostalgia stuff. Oh, remembering. Yeah, remembering it. But I, I just think, like, I don't even, I don't remember most presents I ever got. I actually maybe remember one present. I remember the all boots. the presents I didn't get. The boots. <laughs> the, the boots. <laughs> um, I remember that, like, that side of that stuff. But I, I mostly remember going and being around family. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I remember being excited every time we'd go to my grandparents' house and yeah. all of my cousins and mm-hmm. all of my uncles and uh, everyone was there. And I also remember, like, loving that there was a lot of food. Yeah. Like, I didn't, it didn't matter what it was. Actually, my, there was one thing. As long as there was uh, candy DMs. <laughs> I was, that is probably still our favorite uh, part of... It's my, that's literally my favorite part of this season. Yeah. <laughs> Thanksgiving, Christmas. Oh, that and eggnog. Oh, eggnog, for sure. That's kind of like the only tradition I have in my life is like, I have to drink <laughs> eggnog. And it can't be mixed with anything. It just has to be pure, pure. thick, good, a good brand delicious, eggnog. yeah, local eggnog. <laughs> um, so yeah, like when we're thinking about all the things that now that we're adults might bring us stress, when we were kids, the things that we enjoyed about the holidays. It was people and food. I feel like yeah, the majority. Uh, yeah, gifts and like just the, it was the things that no one, like that we don't think about now necessarily. Mm-hmm. We don't rem- we don't remember as kids all the things that made it maybe difficult or mm-hmm. um, heavy or we didn't think about money back then we didn't yeah. think about you know time or work or all the yeah. things that now we think about mm-hmm. um, so it just it's a good perspective to think like oh what you know what our kids experience isn't necessarily what we experience mm-hmm. um, but we can make them experience it good or bad in the way we think about it do yeah. you what was your, one of your favorite uh, experiences growing up with the holidays yeah um, I I would say it was um, spending time with family and mm-hmm. just like even just running around doing things together um, was really enjoyable and just seeing the decorations. So whether we were driving or walking in a neighborhood where there was Christmas mm-hmm. lights or, um, oh, yeah. you know, doing Your family still does that. Yeah, we still do that. We love that Christmas light um, drive it drives. <laughs> yeah, we really love that. Um, just but just spending time together. I really feel like that was stand out to me. I, my, um, stepdad and I, we'll still joke about going Christmas shopping and, um, we'd mm. get all the, every kid would have a cart and we'd sit on the back of the last person's cart and do like a train through the store. You guys ever do uh, that? No. Oh, that was really fun for us. <laughs> There's only ever two of us. So. Oh, right. We have a little bit bigger family. So that was really fun. Um, 
And then the food, just, you know, always knowing that we were going to go and we were going to either make mm-hmm. it together, or eat it together, you know, all of those things were stand out to me. That's good. So there's, there's some common themes on just mm-hmm. the simple things that we remember. Yeah. Um, not the complicated hard yeah. things necessarily. Oh, and Christmas Eve service, like going to church, we all dressed up. It was the one day a year that we all dressed mm-hmm. up in our nicest outfits and did our hair. And yeah. there was always a little bit of chaos surrounding it. We got to get there on time. Um, but doing like a candlelight service, that was always... Um, something that I look forward to. Something that you started when we got married, or when we had Elliot, I should say, was always opening a gift the night before. Oh yeah, Christmas. sorry, I just can't wait. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but that's what your family's always done. We've, we've always just enjoyed yeah. that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and my, not me, my, my family wouldn't let me open them until like after every single person was up, after everyone was showered, after we had breakfast, after the house was clean, after got it's you. like noon. Or like opening presents. It yeah. wasn't that late, but can't make kids <laughs> felt like that it. Long. Well, um, another reason, I don't know if you know this, why I like opening gifts early too is because um, growing up, my parents were divorced. And so I we had split holidays where I would spend mm. Christmas Eve with my mom, Christmas Day with my dad. And so I kind of did get gifts on both days. And so I like getting them early too. <laughs> but you liked spending time with the people more probably. Yeah. 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 So why don't we talk about some tips because I'm sure everyone that's listening has similar things that they think about similar experiences and um, we're all going to be different in you know little nuances but sure. um, I think overall there's a um, a universal way that we can be mm-hmm. in any types of events to to be more stress-free have peace yeah. um, to to, v- to view these holidays um, more soberly mm-hmm. and enjoy them more yeah um so why don't we talk through some tips okay. that all of our listeners can walk through in their own marriage mm-hmm. and practice and start to implement and talk about. And, and maybe everyone will have a very peaceful, simple uh, holiday season. Yeah, well, I think um, just the, the overall tip that I want to mention first was um, making sure that your heart is right, you know, going into the season. Yeah. But like that requires you to be intentional every day to kind of do a heart check and say, mm. where am I, you know, what am I thinking about? Mm. What's going on? And I, 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 going before the Lord and, you know, if you have expectations or you have hopes and you have specific things that you hope would happen during this time, giving them to mm. him and saying, hey, God, could, could this happen? You know, and just laying it before him. And if it doesn't, be okay with that. Yeah. So the, um, that's a good, good starting point. Just checking our hearts. Yeah. You know, we, we, we learn that in the Bible that, it, you know, it's, it's good to examine mm-hmm. ourselves mm-hmm. where we're at with all of this stuff. What's our expectations? What's our perceptions? Do we have um, dispositions towards things? Yeah. Um, me, I personally have always had a disposition of, and people have called me Scrooge. Right. Um, just, you don't want to be forced to, to celebrate. I don't, I don't like feeling manipulated into, like all year round, not a single person thinks anything of me if I don't get them a gift. Mm-hmm. But I feel like this season, like Christmas season, mm-hmm. all of a sudden I feel like, well, is everyone going to, certain people, are they going to feel a certain way if mm-hmm. I don't get them something? And I just, I don't like the way that feels. Mm-hmm. Now, I've had to adjust a lot of my own heart in mm-hmm. overall thinking. Um, but yeah, that's been my disposition. Just, I don't know if it was just the way that I was raised or just my natural way of being, of not liking mm-hmm. to being told what to do yeah. <laughs> um, by society, by right. commercials. Mm-hmm. Um uh, but I mean, and your disposition has been um, that it's a special, sacred time, yeah. and there's always like we have to have a Christmas tree. And we have yeah, to, like you, you see like uh, an experience that makes you feel a certain way. Yeah, where I yeah I like to enjoy all the little things, and mm-hmm. but almost to the point where I'm not flexible with giving things up if it doesn't happen or. 
Right, because you like upset. You, the the advice you just gave of evaluating her, you've never mm-hmm. not never, but you don't usually stop and say, okay, all these things that I love about this season, I'm mm-hmm. gonna hand them to you, Lord, and like, what do you want to yeah. change in me? Is there something you want me to recognize mm-hmm. about myself instead of just controlling it and being like, I want it to be this way? Yeah. yeah. Which on my end, I'm like, throw it all out. I don't want to <laughs> do any of it. I think I even asked this year, like, are we doing a Christmas tree this year? So with them <laughs> listening and hearing how we're so yeah. kind of opposite in this area, I wonder if they think we fight over the holiday season. Sometimes we do. Yeah. It happens. Which is why and, we're talking about this And stuff. that's why it's so important yeah. to check our hearts. I, that's why I wanted to start with that one because all these tips that we're going to talk about right now go back to this one thing. Yeah. It's your heart and your heart matters. So, okay. So, um, okay. So number one is communicate. So being able to, I feel like we, every time we do a, a tip list, we talk. start out with yeah. communicate, but it's so important. Yeah. And most people don't know how to communicate. Mm-hmm. Like how do I share that I'm not interested in getting a Christmas tree. When I know for a fact you absolutely 100% want a Christmas tree. And that's where like in their, their situations, they're gonna have something maybe similar where one person has a certain idea or, or way of wanting to do it mm-hmm. and the other person has another one. I might not be able to come to you and say, hey, hey can we evaluate this year whether we wanna do that or not? Because I might be afraid that you're gonna be broken or hurt or like how could you not want to do that's what we always have done but it's um, not right for you to not say anything just right. because there's eggshells all around me and you don't want yeah. to crack them so so not only do we need to give each other room to communicate but then we have to communicate yeah and without an agenda of like i'm going to communicate because that's exactly what i want uh, especially if it's not that big of a deal mm-hmm. um, but it could be this year i don't think it's wise for us to spend money on the christmas tree mm-hmm. and that's my reasoning behind it uh, maybe, you know, we're just so busy with other things that we're not going to go cut one down or we're not going to be able to afford one because they're, mm-hmm. man, they're expensive if you don't go cut one yourself. Yeah. And a lot of people can't cut themselves. Yeah. Um, and that's just one example. But right. um, so a, f- a few things to communicate about is um, feelings, like how we, f- you, you explain like what you, your feelings about the holidays and these specific events and mm-hmm. um, with certain people coming and how you might, maybe you're like, hey, so-and-so's, you know, coming over and actually I have some anxiety about it because of, these few reasons, mm-hmm. um, how can you help me navigate this or how should I be thinking about this mm-hmm. um, so that I can then encourage you or vice versa in the word of God, in prayer, to be preparing our hearts. Maybe we need to change plans. Yeah. Um, so feelings about the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, potential plans, communicating, like kind of like what you mentioned. Um, this is what we have tentatively on the calendar and just giving mm-hmm. you know your spouse a heads up of like, this is what we've already committed to. This is what we've said yes to. This is the family that's going to be in town. This is how we're going to, um, this is how we're going to roll it out. Yeah. Uh, family values. This is a big one. Going back to the heart thing. Um, asking ourselves, communicating with each other, like what do we actually value as a family? Is it getting lots of gifts? Like we just want to make this like an all out or is it like we want to be simpler? We want to teach, you know, more intrinsic things. Mm-hmm. Um, we want to be just teach just being together reading together, uh, listening to certain songs together, singing together, learning something new together, serving mm-hmm. together. Like what are our values mm-hmm. and how can we wrap mm-hmm. everything else around our values and what do we need to get rid of that are kind of ancillary to our values? Like, mm-hmm. oh, we don't need to do those things or that we're doing for another motive mm-hmm. and it doesn't really fit into what, we're, what we are as a family mm-hmm. or what we want to teach our children, right? Mm-hmm. Um, like just one example would be like, let's say if, if it comes to gifts, Instead of everyone getting five gifts, maybe, and we've done this for like one little tiny gift mm-hmm. and like one learning gift and one, you know, gift that they really want yeah. um, or one gift or just a dollar amount that we w- want to spend. Mm-hmm. Um, some people, and we've talked about this even 
do like a, a give and get. Like, hey, you, you're going to get a gift, but is there something that you want to give to someone else? And or how do you want to? Yeah. yeah. So That's practicing good. those things. Like, what are our yeah. values yeah. as a family? Um, and then the last one would be expectations. Mm-hmm. Which you kind of have to. On I- all of these things. You have to identify what those are before you can communicate them. So this mm-hmm. goes back to checking your heart and thinking and considering about what how you want this holiday season to be. And then sitting down with your spouse and communicating mm-hmm. that. Yeah, so lots of communication about yeah. all these things yeah. and, and continual think, communication. Yeah, and I think the key to this type of communication, especially if you want a stress-free, stress-free holiday, is to communicate with humility leading your heart. Yeah, um, and asking the Lord, like you said in the beginning, what his heart is for the holiday. Yeah, like where, what yeah are don't we, skip over what he wants for yeah, you. Yeah, are we just like kind of didn't do our own thing or are we mm-hmm. going to actually say, okay, Lord, what do you want mm-hmm. to happen? Because if you do it that season? way, then he's at the center of all of it, Yeah. Right? Um, and he could even pull out of us something that he wants to change in us about mm-hmm. the way we view it or the things mm-hmm. that we want or don't want. Yeah. And oftentimes when you, when you keep God at the center of your relationship like that, what I've known from experience is that um, it can even change your heart or perspective towards your spouse. Like if, if you guys aren't in agreement over how many gifts are going to be given or what family is going to come mm-hmm. over or whether you're going to get that Christmas tree or not, um, instead of arguing about it, God actually changes your heart or changes their heart on the matter so that you yeah. guys can be in unity and enjoy that season. That's good. Uh, so the next thing we want to talk about, we just talked about expectations, but now we're going to go into expectations. Okay. Um, so just the idea of letting go, being flexible, and having very light expectations. Mm-hmm. Um, because, again, these days are just days. Mm-hmm. Like, yes, they have some meaning to them. Yes, they're, they're an opportunity to celebrate something like, the, um, you know, the birth of our Lord. You know, those kinds of things. But they are just another day. Mm-hmm. The Bible doesn't give us directives on, how, on to, to do these holidays and that we need to be observing them. These are actually not biblical ideas at all. We celebrate biblical things during them. But they're not necessary. They're not required. They're not. Um, uh, they're not a thing that the Christian must do to be a Christian. Right. So just having that mentality of like, okay, my expectation is this is another day, and we we're going to celebrate, you know, Jesus, and we're going to celebrate Thanksgiving. Um, but are our expectations above and beyond what they need to be? Mm-hmm. Um, are we setting too high of expectations, or are we being real, real mm-hmm. and saying, okay, Lord, like. I want to be so like low on my expectation. Not low. I use the word light because it's not low expectations. It's, it's not light. like you don't it's have like, to hey. have expectations. You can have expectations. You're just saying they don't need to be so lofty that they're almost unattainable. Because the problem with that is, let's just be real for a minute. If you have mm. these high expectations and let's say your kids get sick or your husband's running late or whatever, yeah. um, how is that going to dictate your attitude? Or mm. are you going to are you going to lash out? Are you going to be frustrated? Are you going to stomp around the house? And I'm yeah. using this because... I've done it before. I'm just recognizing like mm-hmm. why expectations can be so dangerous in someone's heart yeah. when they're not met. Well, and then asking ourselves where the expectations are coming from. Mm-hmm. Um, so our expectations usually come from one of two places, external forces or internal ones. Mm-hmm. Is, it an, is, it a, is it an expectation that I put on myself for this holiday? Like, oh, I want... Um, everyone to know that I've got it all together, that this is going to be amazing, that I'm that they're going to all be taken care of by me, either as the husband or the wife, like whatever their expectations mm-hmm. are internally. Mm-hmm. Um, or is it external? Oh, 
my my in-laws are coming and they're going to be expecting an extravaganza. They're mm-hmm. going to be expecting me to have it all together. And so, and there's lots of other reasons. My friends or my, you know, my, my social media accounts, like what they see mm-hmm. from But even then, like, even though those are external places, that still comes from an internal place because those people might not even be thinking what you think they're thinking. It's true. There are all <laughs> these expectations that we have. In, they're internal assumed, motivations yeah. of like, oh, I don't want to um, look this way or that way, or mm-hmm. I do want to look this way or that way. Mm-hmm. Um, and those aren't good things. Mm-hmm. Those are so unhealthy and they're dangerous. And we do it in many, many, many areas, but they often rear their ugly head mm-hmm. and that's in, what in a season of heightened, um, uh, heightened expectation and right. respond and things that are drawing are us. Yeah. And I think that just, I, I think that's where the chaos comes from. A, a large chunk of it. Mm-hmm. Um, the stress comes during the holiday seasons from these expectations. Yeah. Well, and we have to remember that. Like, like I was just saying, these holidays are not things that the Bible's instituted and yeah. called us to remember. Mm-hmm. Like the Bible tells us to rem- remember the Lord's Supper mm-hmm. and to remember what Christ did, right? Yeah, are we even doing that? Yeah, like, like <laughs> which is a good thing to implement. Like, hey, we should do this with our family mm-hmm. um, as a tradition. But these holidays, man, the, the world has been so good at impressing on us necessity for things. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, if you don't participate to this extent, mm-hmm. oh, you're not a good person Mm -hmm. or you're not a good Christian or you're not, you're not, you must not love, you know, it's not, but that's wrong. Mm -hmm. Like I hate commercials because they, they, something I didn't need. Now all of a sudden I need it. Right. And they make you, that's what marketing's about. Um, doesn't necessarily mean it's a bad thing, but how it influences us and how Mm -hmm. we, we drive, you know, the making our house look certain way and and the presence and all the things Mm -hmm. That we, that we don't just lay on ourselves, but then the society and the world lays on us also mm-hmm. to participate in. We actually can think differently about it. Yeah. It doesn't have to be a huge thing to us. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to be a big heavy. And I know people are going to be like, well, what's the big deal about Christmas? I like celebrating. I'm not saying don't celebrate things. I'm saying understand where a lot of our drive and um, motivation comes from and oftentimes it's from internal insecurities or uh, expectations and -hmm. external forces pulling you along and saying this is what you must do and how you must think and what Mm -hmm. you must be Um, again this goes back to my scrooginess (laughs) that people have called out like i I just don't like feeling like one day a year is a a, is the year the day of gift giving Mm -hmm. and that's how we celebrate right my thought is like well if you love people aren't you gonna like give them gifts in all different forms throughout their whole life and like your your life is going to want to 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 serve them and love them and be generous to them. And what's funny is the Bible tells us to love our enemies mm-hmm. and to pray for those that persecute us. So we have this idea of like giving to those who don't even deserve to be given to by us. And it it's just I'm kind of ranting now but <laughs> um having um just the right expectations and this just goes into the next thing we're going to talk about is having a sober mind as a family about the holidays, mm-hmm. which is everything I'm getting to right now. You know, the fact that we may be able to celebrate any day in relative health, with food, with our loved ones, is a humongous blessing. Yeah. And we should recognize that. We should be thanking God for that and yeah. honoring Him and appreci- showing Him our appreciation for even the simplest of things that He's already mm-hmm. given to us. Yeah, I think about that scripture in Proverbs that says, a house full of feasting and yet with strife 
is is not as good as a is a house full of peace with little food. Mm-hmm. Like you can have this huge feast and all the presents and everything beautiful and all the family drama that goes with it <laughs> and all the drama and and frustrations and anger and fights and bitterness and all the weird stuff that goes on. And that's not good. Mm-hmm. I don't want any of that. I'd rather have like a few morsels on the table and we're all loving each other and talking about the Lord mm-hmm. and serving others mm-hmm. and you know and we're and we're healthy. You know, and that yeah. like praise the Lord. Yeah. You know, so a sober mind. Um, do, how often do you do you think that way? Because like this season just makes us think about a lot of other things. Yeah, I'll be honest. I get really distracted by what you mentioned earlier, which is expectations and mm-hmm. like how I view a certain day or week or entire season should go mm-hmm. and the things that I want to do, the things I want to teach my kids, the experiences I want to have. Um, you know, some, some of my expectations, and I don't know if those listening will agree or can relate to, but, um, some of my expectations come from wanting to recreate my own childhood or things that I thought were really right. fun and to give to our kids, to, to give to our kids yeah. and to, um, share those memories with them or build new ones around those, those ideas or experiences. And, um, which isn't a bad thing at all, but sometimes I'm so consumed with that, that I do miss out on these, mm-hmm. these other really important things, like just being thankful for all the simple things that God's already given to us. Yeah. Well, and then like you, you mentioned something about recreating, you know, or, or creating new like traditions and which traditions can be good in a home mm-hmm. as long as we're not like relying on traditions. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, I was thinking like sometimes we, we look at other people's lives and like, look at the traditions they've got and like, oh, that's so special. And it doesn't mean we can't glean from mm-hmm. other families. and like, oh, I, I'd love to implement something like that. But then we, again, we, we put something on our shoulders and be like, oh, unless we do that, this isn't, we're failing our children somehow. Yeah, or, or this isn't the the holiday that I wanted. Yeah, and I just, I don't think that's a very sober way of looking at mm-hmm. any day of our life. You know, I'm worrying about tomorrow when today's got enough worries of its own. Right. Right? Mm-hmm. And I, I feel like the best family traditions, the healthiest traditions, especially ones that are wrapped in the gospel and in the Bible and in, in knowing God, come naturally as we serve God mm-hmm. and seek him and as his desires come out of us. Um, because what, what happens is, you know, generosity, right? We right. start training that because that becomes, that's a part of what we are because mm-hmm. we, because God's generous. We mm-hmm. love to be generous. So instead of about getting, it's about giving. Mm-hmm. Um, and we, and that just becomes a tradition in our home yeah. naturally. Uh, what are some other ways that we can think soberly about this season? Um, well, we say it all the time, but it's walking in the spirit. And intentionally walking in the spirit during these times, that's really going to keep the stress and chaos and, you know, conflict out of the home. Yeah, I I would say, and the reason we bring it up so much, I actually believe that the core of being a Christian outside of believing in God Mm -hmm. and Christ and Him crucified, right, is walking in the spirit. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Because when you walk in the spirit... The fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, gentleness, faithfulness, self-control. And against such things, there is no law. Mm-hmm. It says, like, when you walk that way, you're walking in perfect harmony with, with God, <laughs> right? And so no matter what's going on in the world, in our home, for the holidays, if we're walking in the Spirit, it's a good thing. Yeah. Our kids are going to glean from that. It's the best gift we can give to our children. Mm-hmm. It's the best gift we can give to our spouse. It's the best gift we can give to our neighbors. Mm-hmm. And the reason I always go back to this, it says it calls it fruit. Yeah. The fruit isn't for the benefit of the tree. It's for the benefit of the eater, mm-hmm. right? So if I'm the tree and I bear fruit, then everyone around me gets to eat the good fruit. 
You know, you get to enjoy my peace and my patience and my kindness and my goodness and my gentleness and my faithfulness and self-control. <laughs> Those are all things that are good. Now they benefit me too, of course. But the purpose is everyone around me. So I feel like to think soberly, like you said, walking in the spirit. Yeah. So going on to uh, the next one would be um, no day is actually about us anyway. So I think sometimes when we set those expectations, it's all about us. When we, um, you know, Mm. try and plan and prepare and cram so much into the holiday season and we do everything we can, spin in circles to try and make it happen, we're doing it because we're trying to fulfill something, our own desire Mm -hmm. um, and... And we have to remember that it's not about us. It's about the people that you're engaging with. It's about the kids that you want to experience these memories with. It's about mm. um, you know the people at the store who are trying to check out all these other customers. And dealing with angry people I mean, and frustrations. And If we're only focused on ourselves, we're going to miss yeah. every opportunity that God has for us to do ministry, to love, and to um, reflect His light in their life. Yeah. And again it's again not even just about others it's about christ mm-hmm. like what what light are we being in the world during mm-hmm. a season like this or are we just looking like everyone else yeah are we also frustrated because that one thing i wanted or the line was so long or the traffic or yeah. um whatever it is yeah don't um, huff and puff your way through the holidays because or being frustrated because you can't afford certain things or because like mm-hmm. the, there's that other spectrum of yeah. like maybe not being able to accomplish or do or participate in what you want yeah. and still remembering it's not about any of that stuff mm-hmm. It's about Christ, and are we being a light in this world? Yeah. This will also help in um, if you experience a family conflict, like with, um, you know, aunts, uncles, grandma, grandpa, oh, yeah. other siblings, um, other adults, like people who, you know, should be able to walk in maturity and just, you know, figure mm. things out. We're not perfect, and our flesh wants to fight sometimes. So if we were to just, you know, stop and, and realize that, um, none of the, none of these days, this whole season, this whole life, life that we have <laughs> yeah. is not about us. When we, you know, um, hit that wall or conflict with other people, other family members, um, if we walk in this and we, we remember that it's not about us, then we're usually more giving or serving to that other person and we can make things work. We can make it happen. And then yeah. you're being an example of God's love and light to them and yeah. hopefully they'll change. Yeah, which is the point of this life yeah. as a believer. Yeah. There's a, a point of a marriage after God. Yeah. Is to be a light in the world. And uh, so the last little point I want to, I threw this one on um, about having a sober mind is, and we talked about this in the finance episode we did, do not put stuff on credit. Yeah. If you can't afford it, just don't get it. Mm-hmm. Change your expectations. Yeah. Like you, you're, no one's going to hate you, right? Hopefully. <laughs> but I promise you're not going to regret not putting stuff on credit yeah or find another way to be like if you really wanted to get someone a gift be more thoughtful in like writing them a hand you know personal note letter or something on really nice paper i mean there's other ways around um gift giving without money Mm -hmm. yeah we just wanted to take a quick break to ask you if you are enjoying this content would you please leave a star review and a comment review this helps us spread the word about marriage after god and and just all the episodes that we have to offer and we would love uh just to get that reach out there so please again if you have a moment just um take that time to leave a star review and a comment review for us thank you so much and enjoy the rest of the episode So that was just a, a quick one. Don't put things on credit. Mm-hmm. Don't don't fall into that temptation. Yeah. Just avoid it. Yeah. 
And if you are tempted, especially to fulfill like maybe um, your children and getting them a lot of gifts, mm-hmm. because when you were a child, you didn't get a lot of gifts. Sometimes people wrestle with that. I would just think like your, your child's not going to not like you or not love you because when they were younger, you didn't get them everything mm-hmm. that they ever wanted. Um, in fact, they'll probably like we just shared about our favorite memories. They'll remember the time that you spent with them. Yeah. And they <laughs> so, won't know what yeah. you don't get them. Yeah. So, yeah. so that's a good thing. Let's go into the last part. This is the most important part. And it goes along with what we were talking about before the credit thing about making, remembering it's not about us. Yeah. That you have a ministry. Your marriage has a ministry. Yeah. Your whole family has a ministry that God wants to do through you. And I feel like during the holiday season, there is so many opportunities to minister to other people and to just be that light in their lives. Mm-hmm. Yeah. God's antidote to our natural state of selfishness. Because our natural fleshly state is to preserve ourselves and mm-hmm. to serve ourselves and to mm-hmm. feed ourselves and to bless ourselves and to love ourselves, is to love and bless others. Yeah. Is to turn things outward. Mm-hmm. And so use this season with your family as a marriage after God to bless and serve other people. Mm-hmm. That, can, that looks so many different ways. We have a few ideas. Um, one of them we've done every year for the last what, 10 years, years yeah. a long time. It's called Operation Christmas Child. And it's, you get a shoebox and you fill it with some little goodies. And what they do is they send them all over the world. Mm-hmm. And you can actually, if you do it right, right that you, they'll track it and say where your box went. Yeah. And it goes to a child and every single child gets the gospel. Yeah. And they get prayed for and loved on by people that are giving these gifts. So not only are they getting a box of gifts that you gave them, mm-hmm. they're getting the gospel. And this is a great one to do with your family, like, or just your community, your church community. Um, and yeah. just spend that time together talking about these kids that are going to receive these gifts. Praying for them. Praying for them. Teaching your children why it's good to be generous. And I don't know, we've really, really loved doing this. Yeah. And so that's a fun one. We're going to do it this year with our church. Mm -hmm. We do it every year. And and so we just, that's one way. Mm -hmm. Um, What's another way? So another one is uh, be in prayer for your friends and family. So kind of like you said, praying Mm -hmm. for those kids that are going to receive those boxes. Make sure that you're praying for um, other people who are in your life and Mm -hmm. just love on them in that way. Yeah, practice with your kids. Um, so we train with our children. We say, hey, Elliot, you know, who do you want to pray for? Mm-hmm. And we'll give them ideas. Do you want to pray for your friend? Do you want to pray for your grandma? Do you want to pray for... And just be praying for um, those that don't know the Lord mm-hmm. and pray for salvation for them. Pray that God, you know, reveals himself to them and that Christians are brought around them to minister to them and love mm-hmm. on them. Um, pray that you have an opportunity as a family to do that mm-hmm. uh, and have that be a core message a core event not just on the holiday but throughout the holidays like every day and then practice doing it all throughout the year yeah but use this as a season to specifically say hey let's be praying for grandma and grandma they're coming out yeah. they're going to be around us let's pray that we can be good examples and let's pray that we can love on them and make them feel loved and blessed um so making prayer a uh, main part yeah of this season. That's good. So another one, we've talked a lot about food on this episode, but it's inviting people who you know don't have a lot of family around or mm-hmm. maybe don't have any plans or maybe they're in need and inviting them over for, for a nice meal. To join your family. Yeah. Yeah. And and make something for them mm-hmm. and get them a gift mm-hmm. and let them be a part and participate. Um, especially if you have friends that don't have family that are nearby. Maybe mm-hmm. they're going to be alone. Yeah. Um, don't let anyone be alone. Especially, I was just thinking, we have experienced this because we've traveled and we've been in places that we when didn't have family us, around yeah. when it was just us. And um, and even now, um, our fam- a lot of our family lives in California. We're in Oregon. And so we've done the Friendsgiving thing and when our family didn't come. Yeah. And I don't know. I just think it's it's such a loving way to share the gospel with mm-hmm. someone. I mean, we've we've felt loved by it. We've experienced God's 
you know, um, God's love and his truth come through this. So, yeah. So use hospitality as a gift you can give to others, inviting them into your home, into your apartment, um, to be a part of what God's doing in your life. So the last thing is just, and we kind of had hit on this a lot. Well, and as you do these things that we're talking about, as far as blessing people, you'll fulfill this. Yeah. Just use this holiday season as a very intentional time to teach your children and yourselves, to be honest, I need to be reminded of this stuff mm-hmm. and taught it and practice it, mm-hmm. to be generous and giving mm-hmm. and to have hearts of service. Mm-hmm. So do your neighbors, you know, need anything? Is there any way you can bless them? Maybe you can bring them groceries. Maybe it's like baking them a pie and bringing them a card. You know, so teaching, using this season to be very intentional about teaching our children, ourselves, about generosity, about service, and about being outward focused. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the best way to get our minds off of ourselves, to get our minds off of our own anxieties and stress and worries about this season and and what it might mean and make it about other people, Yeah, you know? And it doesn't mean we can't enjoy it and have our own, you know, things. I'm just saying the main focus and just how do we operate Mm -hmm. as a marriage after God. Um, And I think that's the, those things are the best way to have a stress-free holiday season. Yeah, and it's what we all want. Like we all desire to be able to enjoy this time of Mm -hmm. year and, and spend it with our families. And so I think that um, one of the reasons why we wanted to, to just talk about this today is to encourage you guys to check your hearts, mm-hmm. um, talk about it, talk about your expectations, talk about the things that you hope to do or or the family that's going to be in town and just um, pray, 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 yeah. pray. Um, pray with your spouse about all of it. Yeah. Um, pray with your kids for other people. Um, find ways to be generous. I mean, all these things that we talked about, like Aaron said, it's it's to get our hearts right before God and, and right with each other. And I think that if we do that, it does eliminate so much of that stress and chaos. It brings peace from yeah. God into yeah. our lives. And so as we come to a close, I just want to ask you to sit down with your spouse and as a couple, ask God, God, what do you want for us this holiday? What do you what do you want to use our family for as a marriage after God? And so we love you guys and we thank you for joining us and we'll see you next week. Did you enjoy today's show? Find many more encouraging stories and resources at marriageaftergod.com and let us help you cultivate an extraordinary marriage. We're looking for people who have been blessed by this free podcast and our free daily marriage prayer emails and who want to help be a blessing to others. Creating and hosting this podcast and sending out our daily emails do incur a financial cost. And we want to invite you to join our faithful patron team to help financially support these resources so that they can remain free for all who need them. Please join our patron team today and become one of the faithful financial supporters who desires to help bless thousands of marriages around the world. Your support will help us pay for the creation, hosting, and promotion of our podcast and daily emails. Thank you, and we hope to see you become a Marriage After God patron.